0: You're listening to Answering Difficult Questions Biblically, a Sunday school series taught by Pastor Dan Christians at Maple City Baptist Church in Chatham, Ontario. For more information about Maple City, please visit us online at maplecitybaptistchurch.com. The third question of our series, do we retain our personalities and our memories in heaven? So when we go to heaven, do we retain who we are, our personalities? Do we still have all of our memories from our past? And the follow up to that question is God says that there's no sadness in heaven, so does he erase bad memories from our minds? Well, I think first let's deal with um, a little bit about what the Bible says about heaven. That might be helpful to kind of get a a general overview. Uh, Have you guys ever watched a movie trailer? Where, when you watch the movie, you realize, the trailer, you realize that you no longer needed to watch the movie. Right? The entire movie is in the trailer, like the whole storyline from, it's the Coles Notes. If you've ever watched the movie Castaway, you wasted an hour, two hours of your time. Do you know why? You could watch a two minute trailer. All of Tom Hanks' castaway, where he goes to the island, and then he's stranded, and then he has a friend named Wilson who's a volleyball, and then he comes back and eventually reunites. All of that whole trailer, all of that whole movie is in the trailer. And you might think, man, you just spoiled the movie. I did, but sort of the trailer. So, <laughs> But the point is, God doesn't, God doesn't do that with heaven. When we look at the Bible and we see we see what the Bible says about heaven, God does not try and give us all of the details that we could possibly want to have. What God does when he talks about heaven is he gives us enough information for us to realize that it's incredible, it's a wonderful place, it's a place that we should want to be, and it's a place that that truly is beyond human comprehension. It's beyond our, our understanding at this point. So, to give an example of that, uh, when we look to, to the Bible and we... Let's try and see some verses. First John chapter three verse two says, "Beloved, we are we are now children of God, and it has not yet been revealed what we shall be, but we know that when He is revealed, we shall be like Him, for we shall see Him as He is." So, talking about the future and eternity, um, He says, "Now we are children of God." That's the glorious truth that, that we are living as children of God today, but we don't yet know what we will be. It's it's kind of a mystery. We don't know what the future holds entirely, but we do know that when we see him, we will be like him because we will see him as he is. So it's enough to say, like, I don't don't know. We're going to be like him? We're going to see him in his glory and then somehow be like him? What does that look like? What does that mean? I don't entirely know, but it sounds pretty amazing. Like, seeing Christ as he is, as he is glorious and wonderful and holy and awesome as he is, it's something that that we can't do now with our fallen minds, something that we will do someday in the future, and it will be absolutely glorious. Here's some other verses that are super confusing. Uh, 2 Corinthians 12, 2, Paul writes, he says, I know a man in Christ who 14 years ago, whether in the body I do not know, or whether out of the body I do not know, God knows, such a one is caught up into third heaven, and I know such a man, whether in the body or out of the body, I do not know. God knows. <laughs> Thank you, Paul, for clarifying twice that he doesn't know, but God does. Then he says how he was caught up into paradise and heard the inexpressible words, which it is not lawful for a man to utter. So he knows a guy who 14 years ago was caught up into heaven and he doesn't know exactly what he saw because he can't express it with words and if he could express it with words it would be unlawful for him to do so so do you get what i'm saying that that this guy had a glimpse into heaven can't tell us what it was like because it's inexpressible and wouldn't be allowed to if he could pardon so so it's that's that's a little bit of how When we look to the Bible, we look for heaven, we get this idea that it's this glorious, wonderful thing. Eye has not seen, neither ear heard, neither entered in the heart of man the things that God has prepared for those who love him. So it is going to be something glorious, but we don't have all the details. So let's get back to our question then. Um, When we go to heaven, do we lose our personalities? Well, we go to heaven, right? It's not some like soul that is completely distinct from who we are. And I think part of who we are is our personality. When we think of God's creation, I think God's creation is beautiful. It's glorious. We've got all of these different kinds of people, all these different um, ways of creating humanity. So we've got diversity in the beauty. And that's true not only with our outer appearance, but it's true with our personalities as well. God has made us all different, He's gifted us in different ways. We think differently, and that's that's a beautiful part of how he created us. And so, no, I definitely do not believe that our personalities will go away in heaven. Now, if you ask, will our personalities change in heaven? I think the answer is yes. In, In some ways, our personalities will change. Do you know why? Because part of who we are is fallen creatures. Part of who we are has been impacted by the curse, And when we go to heaven, there will be no more fallenness. There will be no more curse. And so those, like, it's almost like we will die and then we'll see him as he is and our sin is washed away completely and forever and entirely. And we go to heaven as these people with the righteousness of Christ, true righteousness. And it won't be this, a loss of a person. It won't be that God will have taken away all of what made us us. It will be that, all of a sudden the greatest, the best, the most wonderful part of who we are can flourish because it's not being dragged down by the sinfulness of us. I think that's, that's a really beautiful picture, right? Can you imagine if you could flip a switch and all of a sudden you don't have a curse? You no longer have a sin nature, that all of that's gone. You have no desire to do anything evil. But not only that, but your desire is to do what you, was, what you were created to do. Your desire is to glorify God. That would be a, a wonderful and amazing thing, right? And sometimes sometimes we wonder, like, well, what am I going to do in heaven, right? It's going to be so boring. I'm just going to, like, be, what, singing praises all the time? Well, I don't know if that's what you'll do in heaven. I don't think that's what you'll do in heaven. I think there's lots of things we'll do in heaven. But uh, I, I don't think that we're going to think singing praises is boring, right? I think that, that that's part of our flesh. That's part of our curse. And so um, that will be a, an amazing day. Another thing to realize when we talk about our personality is um, in Revelation chapter 20 verse 21, it gives like the the clearest picture maybe of what heaven is like. And what we find is that it's, it's not this brand new thing that nobody has ever experienced before in any way, shape, or form. Heaven is not all new things. It's all things made new. So God is taking what's broken and messed up in this world, and he's healing it. He's redeeming it. He's fixing it. So when we go to heaven, it's not like God's going to be like, take you from this planet, put you on a different planet that you've never experienced anything like it before, and that's how it's going to go. He's going to take this planet, and he's going to redeem it, and he's going to make it glorious again, like it was when he first created it, and then we live on it, right? And and that's not going to be just the planet. It's going to be every part of the planet. It's going to be the trees. It's going to be the... Animals, it's gonna be the human beings, our personalities, all made new. So it's a glorious picture, I think. Uh, I do think that, and as just as we're, as we're talking about heaven, I do think that it's true that if, if Christians thought more about heaven, uh, it would really be beneficial to us. I think sometimes we think so little about heaven that it seems like this distant dream that's not even real. And if we would just um, consider it more often, then we would be motivated to say, that's what I'm living for. This life is not what this is all about. So yeah, Revelation 20, 20 and 21 is talking about that that new heaven here on earth. Yeah, new heaven earth. We die and go like when we die and go to heaven. Yeah, I, I think we know less about that than even the new heaven and the new earth. But I think that, that that's that almost like where we go now is thought of as a temporary residence, uh, where our souls will go until Finally, our souls are reunited with our body. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's true. And that, that's a great verse. I actually had that one in here and then I took it out. But it is a really great verse to talk about the fact that someday we will, we, we, right now we know dimly. We see v- like, you know, if you, imagine if you went to a room and it's super dark and you're just seeing the shadows. And we're, we're trying to describe what heaven's like and all we're seeing is shadows or, or what we're going to be like in the future. And someday the lights will come on. And yeah, that would be cool. So uh, just last point with the personality part is um, when Paul is encouraging the church of Thessalonica and they're, they're worrying about their loved ones who have passed on before them, his encouragement to them is that they're not gone, that, they'll, that they're risen again. And so um, you will see them again. And it would be weird if, if it was like, yeah, we're going to see all these people without personalities, right? We're going to see them and we're going to have relationships with the people we love here on earth in heaven. Um, so the second part of the question was our memories. Do we lose our memories? Uh, and this comes from Revelations one four that talks about God will wipe away every tear from your eyes. There shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying. There shall be no more pain for the former things have passed away. And the thought is, if God is going to wipe away our tears and the former things are passed away, does that mean that he's going to take away all of the bad memories? Does that mean that he's going to wipe away all of the sadness and sorrow and pain and suffering that we experience here on earth so that we can be made well in heaven. And I, I do not think that's the case. Okay, I do not believe that God takes away all of the sadness and all of the sickness and all of the... Now, certainly he does take away those things. I don't think he takes away those memories. Because much of how he made us into who we are, and much of how we become more like Christ is going through trials, is going through difficulties, is enduring sadness. This side of heaven, we see the negative, right? We see the pain and the suffering. But imagine 10,000 years from now, looking back on what God did in your life during those difficult times, how you'll see them. I think you'll view them differently, right? We we read the book, the verse in Romans, it talks about God working all things together for good for those who love and are called according to his purpose. But It's really hard. Let's be honest. It's really hard to believe that that's true right now. It's really hard to go through a really difficult pain and suffering and sadness and feel like, oh, well, God's just working this for good. This is a good thing, really. I should just be, you know, praising. 10,000 years from now, I think we see that verse and we say, that's absolutely true. Right? God worked all things for good. That doesn't mean all things are good. But God worked all things for good, for us, right? And so, I don't believe that that means our memories are going to be. I think we pass away. I think we'll have a completely different perspective on our life and on the difficulty um, in the future. Uh, and um, part of what we are trying to get at, as we think about heaven and as we think about what the future is like, is is going back to this side of heaven what are we supposed to be doing? And if heaven is real and God has this place that's perfect and someday we're we're glorified in it, then when we talk about verses like Proverbs 3, 5, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not into your own understanding, but in all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths. I think that that verse in light of heaven, say, I'm going there someday on this side of heaven. Can I trust in the Lord with all my heart, knowing that he's got that covered forever? Can I trust him today? And don't lean on my understanding because my understanding is dim. It, it's fallen. But I'm going to trust him completely and then I'm going to try and allow him to direct my path. Uh, I'm going to just conclude this question with Revelation 22 verses 2 to 5. It says, In the middle of the street, on the other side of the river, there was a tree of life which bore 12 fruits, each tree yielding its fruit every month, The leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. There shall be no more curse, but the throne of God and of the Lamb shall be in it, and his servants shall serve him, and they shall see his face, and his name shall be in their foreheads. There shall be no night there. They need no lamp nor light of the sun, for the Lord God gives them light, and they shall reign forever and ever. (laughs) That's a beautiful picture. And so set your mind, believer, set your mind on eternity, and it will really help you get through this life. Okay? Thank you for listening. If you would like to learn more about what you've just heard or are interested in the ministry of Maple City, please visit our website at maplecitybaptistchurch.com.